Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Otaku Outcast. As always, it's me, Josie. No Lolly Hunter 69 this week. Uh, just me and Alex. And as you can probably tell, or you will soon tell, we had a couple issues with the first five minutes of today's episode. So, you know, that audio wasn't be uh, wasn't able to be used. So instead, you have me, Josie from the future, recording this little introduction to the episode. Um, you didn't miss much in those first five minutes. It's pretty much just the typical, hey, what'd you do this week? How was it? You know, um, Alex didn't have an interesting week. Um, I swear, I'm not just saying that. He really didn't. <laughs> um, I didn't have an interesting week either. It was just full of me reading a volume a day of Mushoko Tensei. And naturally, you know, it brought up the topic of what I what I thought about the Mushoko Tensei light novels. Um, and that's about it. Um, so please, please, please uh, forgive the awkward little transition that you're probably about to hear right now. But the the audio will pretty much start off from my opinions of the differences between the anime and the light novels so yeah um once again sorry about the audio issues you know but hey would it really be otaku outcast without technical difficulties i don't think so it's part of the charm i swear i swear we're trying our best little by little we're learning but you know hopefully one day we'll get to the point where all our audio is crisp you won't be hearing me playing with a coin in the background um i don't know what it is i just get really um jittery but, you know, things like audio blips and things like that, I know they're probably really annoying and you guys are probably tired of hearing it every now and then. But again, I apologize. I swear we're trying our, trying our best. Um, little by little, we're getting better equipment and things like that. So hopefully, um, you know, background noises will soon start to disappear. Um little blips, um, awkward silences, things like that, little by little. But, um, yeah, without further ado, um, enjoy the episode. Uh, the anime lets out a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of things that I feel like might be important. But they're more like clues. Like, um, I remember when, when we were talking about uh, Turning Point Part 2. Right, yeah. the episode where um, where they meet uh, Orsted, the mm-hmm. dragon god. Yeah. I I asked you guys who you guys uh, thought the masked girl was, uh-huh. the girl with the white mask. Yeah. And Brian told me that, uh, if I remember right, Brian said that he thought she was someone from his world. From Rudy's world. He, yeah, from Rudy's world. He thought because her name is Japanese, her name's Nana Hoshi. Oh, gotcha. Right. Uh-huh. And the thing is, um, in the light novels, by the time uh, they meet Orsted, you've already heard her name for, like, two volumes prior. Oh, really? Because, um, yeah, because, I, I mean, I'm going to tell you, it's not a spoiler, because anime is just never going to show it. <laughs> uh-huh. So, um... You know how they get teleported to the demon continent? Yeah. Alright, so they make their way across the demon continent, and then they go to the 
uh, the mm -hmm. holy country of, of St. Millis, right? Yeah. Then, uh, in St. Millis is where they uh, meet up with Paul. With Paul and all the... Uh, with Paul and uh, Rudy's little sister, Norn. Then once they leave that, they go off... They go up through... Um, the... Dragon King Realm. There we go. The Dragon King Realm. And it's in that country where... Um, they start hearing about these different foods called nano nanohoshi style, right? Yeah. And what it is is it's like Japanese food, but made from the ingredients of that world. So Rudy is like really upset, and Rudy makes a really big deal because he's like, "Oh, you know, like this food is trash. It tastes really nasty." Cause it's supposed <laughs> to be um, it's supposed it's supposed to be like um, like fried chicken, right? Yeah. Because uh, fried chicken is really popular in Japan, <laughs> and, but since they don't have ch they don't have chickens, they make like fried dragon meat and and then, like their rice isn't white rice is like like lower quality, so like Rudy just makes a really big deal out of it. Mm -hmm. But the point being is that um, in the light novels, by the time you meet uh, Orsted and Anahoshi, you already have an idea that she's um, Japanese because. Um, all these Japanese dishes are being associated to her name. Yeah. So, um, so, you know, it seems to me like Brian is right. Yeah. Um, and then there's a whole a lot of other things like, um, I don't know if you remember right before they got teleported, uh, Rudy went with Eris and Ghislaine to, so he could show him his, uh, Saint Cloud's magic, right? Yeah. In that field. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you remember that knight that shows up to fight Gislaine. No. You don't remember? Nah. Was it like right before they got to the field? No, it's at the field. Like at the field, um, this knight shows up and starts fighting Gislaine, and then right before the the magic light teleports them all away. Wait, really? I don't remember that at all, dude. I'm pretty sure. I yeah. I can, don't uh, don't trust me though because I do have a, <laughs> a pretty bad memory, but I I seriously do not remember that at all. Hmm. Well, in the in the light novels, it's explained that that guy uh -huh. is one of the one of the apostles. Oh yes. Okay. The, yeah. I remember the now. Legendary hero who uh -huh. shows up in the Sky Fortress. Yeah. Yeah, so in the light novel, like, you get to see him. Well, not see him, right? Because they're words. You, know? <laughs> you hear uh, about him. <laughs> like, you get his perspective, right? And then you get a you get a, the perspective of a whole bunch of other, like, really powerful characters in the world. Yeah. Because um, they all notice, like, the sky changing color um, right above uh, the Satoa region. Mm -hmm. So a lot of people are, like, aware of, like, of like the natural disaster that's about to happen like you get to see Orsted like Orsted uh, you get to see Kishirika the demon emperor that gives Rudy his demon eye yeah and just a bunch of other things like that it's really really cool dude like um the reason I'm able to fly through the the light novel so quick is because you don't only get to see Rudy's perspective like sometimes there'll be like half a chapter or entire chapters dedicated to like the perspective of other characters mm -hmm. sometimes even 
sometimes even side characters or like even like really tall really small characters that you'll never see again yeah but you know having their perspective uh builds up the world more builds up the story and you get you get a lot more plot it's really crazy dude like it it's very very like well thought out mm-hmm. um my mind's just getting blown dude like <laughs> like i thought that i thought the anime was amazing but the line novels are like blowing my mind is um does the manga leave anything out from the light novels or is it like a yeah it does all of volume seven the entire volume seven the it skips it i just read yeah almost entirely that is interesting and it's crazy because uh volume seven is probably one of my favorites <laughs> uh volume seven is um literally right after uh eris left rudy i wonder why they would leave that out i have no idea i honestly um because volume seven is probably one of the points in the story where rudy has the most character development that's interesting. Uh, like, like I, I could understand what, what was that? Uh, I don't know. Continue, bro. My bad, cutting you off. No, I was just gonna say that it's. I understand that, like, if an anime leaves it out because it could be because like production and all this stuff, like they only have you know space for like twelve episodes or twenty four or whatever the case is. But for a manga to leave something out or like now or like yeah, the manga to leave something out, that to me is like why. I don't know. <laughs> What do you I think? Genuinely, <laughs> I genuinely don't even have a clue because, like, is it like really important? Because I know a lot of people say that I when when some is. things get left out, it's because it's not so important, like to the story. Uh, I think it is. Honestly, I think it is because um, Rudy's depressed. Like this is literally like Rudy's depressed. Like Rudy is deep in depression for like a year, like a solid year. Like a solid year and a half in volume seven because um he misinterprets um eris yeah because um you know how eris just leaves a fucking like a little short letter and just leaves without <laughs> he just dips yeah yeah so uh rudy takes it as like eris didn't love him and like eris was just using them uh, eris lied to him and uh so he like goes through it like he's fucking in a depression like really <laughs> really bad depression mm-hmm and it's crazy because that's the first that's literally the first point in the entire story where rudy is by himself because you know how uh, rougeard left oh yeah Eris dipped? Uh-huh. so rudy's literally out on his own damn and it's just crazy dude because um <laughs> by the end by the end of uh of volume seven i genuinely don't think rudy is that bad of a person and it's crazy for me to say that because Rudy's like a piece of shit like, he's, he's, very, he's a, <laughs> a scumbag <laughs> yeah huh is uh, it, you said you had mentioned that he in where you're at in the manga he's 16 so he goes three years without seeing Ares because I think he's 13 no when at the end of the season yeah damn he's going through I actually it. have no idea when he um when he meets up with Ares again does he at least meet up with Richard? No idea. Um, the only reason I know that Rudy meets up with Eris again is because I've seen the covers of like later volumes. Mm-hmm. 
Like I I've seen the the all the covers up to volume twenty four. Like I've seen them all, right? Yeah. So I know he meets up with Eris again. I think it would probably have to be like after volume like eleven or volume twelve. Oh, gotcha. Hmm. Um. Also, um, you know how how we were wondering where Zenith was teleported to? Uh huh. Alright, I remember texting you guys, telling uh, telling you that. Oh, I have a theory about like where she is. Yeah. That was after reading the volume seven, right? Or. No, that was after reading volume one. Oh shit. Okay. Or volume two, I don't remember. But uh, at one point in volume one or two, we're told about like the country that that's just like ravaged with labyrinths, and then it has it's home to the biggest labyrinths in the world. Um, in the light novel, they go into like detail talking about that. Mm-hmm. And from what I remember, um, in the anime where where Roxy asks asks uh, Kishirika to like where Zenith is at, and Kishirika says that oh you know I can't see, mm-hmm. she just tells her what continent she's on. Yeah, it's the same continent where all those labyrinths were. Oh damn! And she and, was like uh, below. St- See or I can't remember. Yeah, she was like below below the ground. Uh huh. But it, it's weird because um, in the light novel, yeah, that scene where Roxy's talking to Kishirika, Kishirika tells Roxy exactly where Zenith is at. She tells her the continent, the city, and the labyrinth. Damn. <laughs> so I I don't know why um in the anime they Kishirika was like all vague like oh I don't know where she's at. I don't know. <laughs> it's gotta be for a reason. I don't know. It's the director's choice, right? Or yeah. I don't know. I guess because it keeps him like. Well, I mean, I, I I guess they can just go on and say it. Um, but maybe they're just trying to build suspense or something. I don't know. <laughs> That's. <sighs> <laughs> I have no idea, dude. It's really cool, dude. Like, the reason why I say um, the author really, like, thought this story out mm-hmm. is because it, it feels like a real world. Like, it feels like literally every action every character takes has, like, consequences. Mm-hmm. Because, um, like, for example, um, you know that horse, that horse demon that was giving Rudy a really hard time on the demon continent? Yeah. Alright. So it turns out that him, mm-hmm. he used to be in a party with Roxy. Yeah, it's. I think it said it in the anime. Yeah, it did. I, don't, I didn't remember that because when, yeah. I, when I read it in the light novel, I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, because uh, they were at, at a tavern eating together, I guess. And they were talking about their like past. Really? Yeah, I remember because I'm I'm currently watching the English dub with my brother, <laughs> and um, I think that was like two episodes ago, so I remember that. Yeah. Damn, I don't remember that. Um. Yeah, he, she uh he gives her like a whole speech about her growing up and how she's maturing and stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um. 
So I have a question for you, Alex. What's up? Uh, do you think? Do you? Th- uh, what do you think are Rudy's feelings for Roxy and uh, Roxy's feelings for Rudy? What do you think they are? Like, how do you think they feel about each other? Like, See that, love? that to me is tough because Rudy is is like he was very young, right? When when um, Roxy was uh, his teacher, um, so I think it's more like just Rudy is. It's because it's difficult because you know Rudius is like perverted and stuff like that yeah um so I don't know if it's love it's definitely he does care for her that's for sure um it could be love but I don't know because there's then there's selfie and then there's Aries so it's tough because I feel like the only one he's really ever bonded with was Aries so I feel like with Eris is real, he probably like love, and Roxy and Sylph is more like a, like a close bond, but not like love, love. At least that's what I'm getting from. Mm-hmm. Uh, but what do you think? I I don't know yet. I genuinely don't know because um, I don't know in, if in the anime um. It's specified, but in the light novel, like, uh, Lilia, the maid, uh-huh. she becomes Paul's second wife. So, she becomes, like, Lilia Greyrat. Oh, shit. So, um, uh, Paul's married to both of them. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, you know, harems are apparently, like, a real thing in this world. I get the feeling that Rudy's gonna end up having a harem. Yeah. With, like, with Aerith, Sylphie, and Roxy, right? Uh-huh. Um... But it's it's just really interesting to me because in the light novel it's like so clear like Rudy is very cl- like very clearly um, keeps repeating that he just respects Roxy mm-hmm. even though he's like super perverted and like show her, <laughs> show her panties and like worship <laughs> the holy relic <laughs> yeah the holy relic right <laughs> um, he's like always ta- always saying that like he respects her he respects her he respects her you know that it's not love it's not love. Mm-hmm. And Roxy also is like very adamant about like no she's not in love with Rudy she just respects Rudy she just respects Rudy yeah <laughs> but something that I found interesting is that uh, technically they're the same age because if if you um uh, add a Rudy's like old age from his past life oh that's right no but she, isn't she like forty four forty seven uh yeah no they're the exact same age. Oh shit! I don't even think about it like that, to be honest. I didn't either. Um, the only reason I know this is because the light novel, like, spe- uh, Rudy, very specifically says, "Oh wow, we're the same age." Hmm. So, and then, um, like, you know how, um, while while Roxy's traveling with um, Callahan, that fuck, I I always struggle with um. The elf oh, I don't know the <laughs> the, se- the sex addict. Yeah, I, I don't know her name. Um, uh, Elias, Eli- fuck, I can't pronounce it. Elisha? No. Uh, that was just a guess. <laughs> closer than me, bro. <laughs> <laughs> um, let me ask uh, you a question though. Um, hmm. since you said like, yeah, they're the same age. Do you think Rudius would ever, like, tell them 
that he's from another world reincarnated? No idea. I, I'm a, I've actually uh, been wondering that too because, like, Ru Rudy tells a uh, Rugeard about the man god. Mm -hmm. And I was wondering, I was like, well, if you're telling them about the man god, why don't you just tell them about your, you know, your past life? Yeah. <laughs> uh, because it, it, like, it's interesting because, like, for starters, oh, I. I don't know. Like my answer is I don't know, but my but a question I have for you is um, do you think the man god is like good or do you think he's like evil? I think he's gonna, I think he's good right now at the start, but eventually his scheming is gonna come out. That's just my guess though. I feel like later on he's gonna be like this. Uh, how would I say it? Like a bad good person. Like he's got bad intentions, but once. The end result to end good, I guess. I know that doesn't make sense, but that's the type, that's the type of vibe I get from him. It's like he's scheming up to something and he's going to kind of do it in a dirty way. But it's ultimately going to end good. I don't know. <laughs> what do you think? I have no idea, dude. I really don't because... Mm -hmm. In the light novels, Rudy's like constantly like battling, like, oh, like, is he a good guy? He's a bad guy. Because Rudy doesn't trust him for shit. Like, <laughs> yeah. The the first time Rudy like trusts him even like a little bit is after uh, the man god tells him about Lilia and like how to find her. Yeah. How to find Lily, uh, Lilia and Aisha. Mm hmm. But it has me wondering too because, um, Orsted, when when he kills Rudy, he tells him, "Oh, so you're one of the Man God's apostles, right?" Mm -hmm. So that means there's other apostles. Yeah. Who are these other apostles? That's what I'm wondering. Yeah, that's true. And then, um, but what do you think of the Dragon God? Is he like truly evil? Because it no, could I'm... be that Man God's evil, and that's why he wanted to kill Rudius. But then again, I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't think Orsted is evil um, because in the light novels um, their encounter is painted in like completely different um, in the light novels it says that um, when Orsted meets them like he's smiling and he's really like polite and like uh, gentle but he, he looks scary right yeah like Ruger and, and uh Ares are like terrified of him because of the curse he has upon himself. Yeah. And then it just seems like like Rudy kind of has like pity for him. Even even after like fucking Orsted thrust his whole arm in into his chest, like when Rudy's talking to the man god, he tells him that he felt kind of bad for him, that he must have felt super lonely. And that no wonder he fucking has such a shitty attitude. <laughs> I don't think he. I don't think that was mentioned in the anime. At least not that I can remember. That last part was about how um, uh, Orsted must feel so lonely. Uh huh. Hmm. It's kind of a miss. <laughs> You'll get to find out like way before us. <laughs> I don't know if I'm gonna uh, end up reading the manga or light novels. 
Uh, I I've been hearing a lot of bad things about the manga. Really? That uh, it leaves out too many things and and it switches up the order of things or that it just straight up changes some things. Are they not made by the same person? No. No. So um, the person who's doing the the manga adaptation is a different person. It's not the same. It's not the same person as the author of the light novel. Oh okay. Damn, I thought like there's the author who kind of like tells the story and then the person who draws it basically based off the literature or yeah, yeah. that's interesting hmm. I don't know I kind of I don't know how I feel about that well me I only watched anime only like well for the most part so I guess it doesn't really like affect me but what, like what do you think about like them like people leaving stuff out of the anime. How do I feel about it? Yeah. Like, do you hate it? Because I know, you, like, you've read a lot of manga before the anime comes out, right? And then you watch the anime. Do you ever, like, like, I don't know. No? No, no but that's just, that's, that's just me because, like, I'm going to read the source material. Oh, okay. So, so, for most of the time, for, like, like big anime for series that I really really like. Mhm. I I don't I don't feel as um strongly about it because I've already read the material so like compare if I was compared to if I was anime only I'd probably be more pissed be like oh you know like because um I would be aware that there are more things and more details that are being left out or being changed so mm-hmm. I'd be like yo why are you doing this? Yeah. But then, you know, like, even now, like, I'm reading the light novel, right? So, I don't really care if they leave out all these smaller details in the anime. As long as, um, as long as they tell the best story possible. Gotcha. um, It'd be impossible to, like, add everything. Yeah, it's the same way with like books and movies, right? There's always like stuff that are left out. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, what about you? How do you feel about that? I well, it all depends. Like, if it's like important, but I guess I don't mind. Like, it's because it's different with me. Because like I don't read the source material for the most part, mm-hmm. so I can't get mad about something I don't know, <laughs> right? Um, but when I hear about it, I'm just like, why would they leave that out? It sounds interesting. I I would have thought that that would be a good thing to put in the anime. Um, so I guess in a way it does get me mad when I find out about it. But like you said, like as long as the ultimate, like the big story is told in a good way, then I guess it doesn't matter. You know, uh, yeah. I mean, it would be cool if they like included everything, but I kind of... I kind of understand because they had they they could only put so much in it. Yeah. Um. Because like in manga, um, or like in a story, there's not these like random like just like scenery scenes and stuff, and um. So I get it that they can include everything, but I don't know. I'm like mixed feeling about it. Like, well. I can't. Yeah. <laughs> 
Well, just real quick, I'd argue that there are scenes like that in the light novel, like those scenery scenes, because mm-hmm. um, there are like there are quite a few times um, in the light novels where the uh, author will take like entire pages just to like describe the setting, describe the country, the sky, describe um, describe like the cities they're in, describe how how things work. It's like mm-hmm. very very descriptive. So, uh, one thing I, uh, I don't know, I, I think we've talked about it before on the podcast. Um, how for the opening for Mushoku Tensei, it's mm-hmm. uh, it's just the music, like there's no visuals to it, and then you just see like, uh, like when the episode starts and during the opening, you know, you get the same music, mm-hmm. but it's always a different shot. Like, is is a shot of the city or whatever town they're in? Yeah, and you get to see like the landscape and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I really appreciate that because um, I've gone back like after reading some of the light novels and like reading the descriptions of certain places and things. Yeah. If if uh, I went back to like the, the anime and then I saw those opening sequences and I would see a lot of the things um, that were described in the light novel. So I really, really like that. I thought that was really, really cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I actually really like that too. <laughs> like I, I don't know if I mentioned to you guys before, but like the uh, openings, I feel like a lot of the time they gets like they spoil stuff within the opening. So uh, for them, for like Mushoku Tensei to do something like that is pretty cool. It is. <laughs> Uh, I I got a question for you. What's up? So, uh, what do you think caused the teleportation incident? That I have no idea. Um, yeah, I mean, I can't. I, to be honest, I can't even guess. To be honest, it, it maybe one of the apostles, but to the reason to why I have no idea. Who I still don't have no idea. Yeah, like the one of the gods or something. Mm. Um. That would be yeah, my best guess, but other than that, I wouldn't. I have no idea. Do you get any clue about it? Because I know you had mentioned um, that you might know. Yeah. So. So the obvious suspects are like the seven, right? The seven most powerful, like you know, the dragon god, technique god, uh, death god, all of those guys, right? Mm-hmm. Sword uh, god, Norse god, all of those. All of those most powerful seven, right? Yeah. They're the obvious like suspects, right? Um, mm-hmm. We know it's not um, we know it's not the hero who's in the fortress because I originally like when I was watching the anime, I thought he was the one that caused it. Yeah. But we know for a fact it's not him. Uh, we know it's not Orsted for a fact. We know it's not Kishirika. Because like I like I told you, like we got to see all of their like points of view like right before the big teleportation incident so mm-hmm. we know it's not them because they had no fucking clue what the fuck was going on yeah um it's not um Gifflane's teacher um so it's not the sword god it's not the sword god because uh we saw his perspective right before the the big uh boom bang whatever mm-hmm. teleportation 
the reason uh, what I told you guys that I felt like I I had an idea what it was mm-hmm. was because in um, in volume two uh, that scene where Rudy goes and catches um, uh, Lord Soros uh, Eris's grandpa like fucking the maid yeah so that scene um, I, I don't really remember that scene quite uh, clearly in the in the anime but if I remember right, um, they look out the window and they see this magic jewel, like this uh, a magic crystal, like floating in the air, right? Yeah. And Rudy asks him, he's like, "Oh, what is it?" And then Soros is like, "No idea." He's like, "It just appeared one day." Mm-hmm. And then, and then uh, Soros, and then Rudy asks him, he's like, "Oh, like, like, uh, what is it? Like, is it good? Is it a blessing?" And Soros says something along the lines of. He's like he says, "Oh no, I." He says, uh, "No idea, but um, but I take it as a blessing, right?" And then Rudy, uh, Rudy is just kind of goes. He, he just like shrugs it off. He's like, "Oh well, yeah, right." He's like, "Like worrying about it won't do anything good. Like won't do anything good, right?" Yeah. Like what good comes out of worrying? So, uh, something along those lines, and it's whatever, and it's never touched upon again. Like it's never mentioned again or nothing. Yeah. Like <laughs> hmm. All we know is that it's this mysterious red uh, crystal, um, magic crystal floating in the air near the tallest tower uh, in the castle. And then, um, but when the big beam of light is uh, uh, described in the in the light novel, Ru- Rudy de- uh, Rudy describes it as coming from the castle, like. Like it started there in the in the capital, mm-hmm. and then just spread out. So I'm assuming that magic crystal was what absorbed all the mana in the area, and then created the big teleportation. Huh. That's and, what I'm thinking it is. Yeah. That's um, in... that's seven volumes in. That's my theory. Hmm. That's interesting. In the anime, did it show that it that it's that it started at the castle because I remember it starting in the field by where Rudius and and Ghislaine and Ares was um, um I don't remember that's what I'm remembering <laughs> but um that's interesting I could see that as a possibility for sure but who put that there hmm. that's a good question um well well i i my my theory that the or at least the theory i just told you mm-hmm. um is from it's from the seven volumes i've read and everything that i read in the manga right because mm-hmm. like i said i think the volume uh the manga reaches up to like where volume 10 is at yeah so like in the manga I know why the teleportation incident happened. Oh. Right? So I know mm-hmm. the reason why. Like, in the manga, it's pretty much described, uh, pretty much told to us why, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, actually, no, no, I shouldn't say why. <laughs> I shouldn't say why. Um, the how? No, wait, you just said it was a theory. Um. Uh, where 
we know the result. Like, because I don't want to spoil you. I, don't, mm-hmm. I, I really don't because it, it's uh, it's pretty good. It's a pretty good twist. Mm-hmm. But we don't know who did it. We don't know who did it yet. That's what. That's the thing. Yeah. All right, Alex. So, um, where do you think uh, the story's gonna go? You who's only seen the anime season one, where do you think season two's gonna go first? What's gonna if, happen? If I had to guess, you know, like Eris had just left Rudius, Richard left um, before they got back to where they were from. So, if I had to guess, I would say that Rudius is gonna go out looking for Eris. Oh no, his mom. Um, Zenith, right? Yeah. I kind of feel like he knows that Eris is good, especially since she's with Ghislaine. So, if I had to guess, I would say that he's like gonna continue his journey on looking for Zenith. I don't know where that's gonna take him. Um, and I kind of feel like he'll find some other like people to travel with if not then he's gonna just if he doesn't find anybody else um i kind of feel like he's maybe will go solo or something i don't know it's kind of hard part of me wants to say that richard comes back but i don't think that's gonna happen for a while if he does come back it's gonna be rudius is in like some sort of danger and then he comes out of nowhere and saves him i don't know <laughs> trying to think of um an interesting way to, for him to come back other than him just going up to him and be like hey trouble with me so yeah i would say that he's gonna go on his journey and looking for zenith um that's my best guess and then maybe afterwards look for aries i don't know mm. what do you think am i off the park the ballpark nah you're right i mean I, I think that's how it leaves off, right? On Rudy leaving the the refugee camp. Yeah. To go look for Zenith. Oh, and then there's um, Sophie. I totally forgot about that. She's at that magic school, no? Yeah, she's at the magic university. Will they meet up? Uh, do they? Oh. No, yeah, I totally forgot about that till now. But I, I kind of feel like, yeah, he's he's probably gonna team up with her. That's my guess. Scratch everything I just said. Forget it. <laughs> <laughs> That's I totally forgot about her. I, she was like the very last scene of the season, if I'm not mistaken. Um. Yeah, but what were you saying? Um, I was gonna tell you, what I'm, what I want to know is what's gonna happen after that like after he goes and looks for Zenith like whether they find Zenith or Zenith is dead right uh huh hmm. um that's what like I'm most curious about because up until this point like season one uh the goal of season one was to get Eris back right which he does he mm-hmm. accomplishes it yeah right so the next goal is to find Zenith and bring her back yeah but what's gonna happen after that? That's what I want to know. Like, is is Rudy just gonna become an adventurer? Like, is he gonna try to figure out what caused the teleportation incident? Why he was reincarnated? Who the man god is? That's what I want to know. Like, 
Yeah. I'm already thinking like past Dennis. <laughs> I, 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 you know, like no offense to Dennis, <laughs> I like her. Like, you know, I want to know what the fuck's gonna go on after that. Yeah, that's interesting. I don't think I've ever thought about it like afterwards. I kind of feel like you're kind of right about like him looking for like what caused the teleportation, especially to keep it from happening again if it were to pop up. Um. Yeah. No. Because um. You know how we're con- constantly told about Lapla? Mm-hmm. Uh, the de- uh, demon god of Lapla? Yeah. Honestly, at one point in the story, I thought that Rudy's was Lapla. Like... With the reincarnation? Was, oh. Yeah, that he was a reincarnation of Lapla. Uh-huh. Because um, Orsted says that Rudy has uh, a mana pool as big as Lapla's is, right? Yeah. I remember that. So... So I was worried, like, for, like, a good part of it, I was like, is Rudy, like, the reincarnation of Laplace? Like, is this what's going on? Because Laplace was a mage as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but, <laughs> duh, he's a demon god, which means Laplace is a demon, so there's no way Rudy can do it, because Rudy's a human. Yeah, and also because, like, I think Rudy's soul is, from his previous life, just brought into a new body. So, you know, in reincarnation, they, like, wipe the soul clean from its memories and stuff and then, like, put it into another body. Yeah. So I kind of feel like it's not reincarnation. But, like, my thing is, like, why does Rudius have that, like, that big pool of mana? Is it because of the man-god, or...? No, see, um... Because I was wondering the same thing you were, right? Mm -hmm. Uh... But in the light novel, uh, at least to me, what volume one makes it seem like, yeah, is because um, so you know how Rudy has that magic book that Zenith had in the house, and that's how he learned how to do magic. Yeah. Yeah. So according to that book, right, um, it it had said that a person's um magic magical power was determined at birth. Yeah. Right? And that like your mana pool was determined at at birth right like mm-hmm. like that's how much you were gonna have and always right yeah but then uh rudy rudy pretty much uh, proved that wrong because every day he would use magic and then he, he would use up all his magic power and then the next day he'd be able to use more magic oh that's right yeah he built it up right yeah so uh rudy uh rudy came to the conclusion that that bo- that book was like bullshit and that you you had like you pretty much had unlimited mana as long as you kept training it and pushing yourself. Yeah. And he pretty much proved it right uh, by teaching Sylphie because he, he was able to teach Sylphie magic mm-hmm. and he was able to teach Sylphie how to do it without, like, incantations. Yeah. But does she because, have a uh, big mana pool like him? Yeah, like, uh, Sylphie's, like, a prodigy. Like, gotcha. Like, okay. she's... Um, I'd say she's almost just as good as Rudy. Damn. But again, I think it's because of Rudy's teaching. Because of Rudy's, uh, Rudy is what tell her like, oh, you know, just train your magic every day, and then the next day you'll be able to do more magic. Mm-hmm. And then he taught her how to do it without incantations. Yeah. Because um. So so what that that tells me is that the world just has like this preconception mm-hmm. of how magic works. But since Rudy comes from a different world, he doesn't have that 
preconception. Like he doesn't, he doesn't think that's just like the law and that's just how nature works and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like Rudy, Rudy came into it thinking of it like a video game. Like, oh, you know, like the more I train up my magic, the more magic I'll have. Yeah, so that's I feel true. like the, so I feel like the people in that world don't realize that. Like they don't think that. They just mm-hmm. think like, oh, you know, I just have as much magic as I have. Like I can't, I can't train it up. Because so they just don't even try. Yeah, so they they, they don't even try. That's so, interesting. Because uh, Rudy, because mm-hmm. um, like off 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 the, uh, out of the gate, Rudy keeps saying is like, no, like that's bullshit. Like, like um, like people, like all people have like access to like, like unlimited mana as long as they keep like working on it and keep practicing hard. Mm-hmm. But it's because um. There's hardly any books because they don't have like printing presses in their world. Yeah. And so like all the all the books in the world are like handwritten. And so if all those like old preconceptions keep getting rewritten throughout history, and that's the only like information the world has, mm-hmm. they're not gonna know. Gotcha. They're not gonna know that you can train up your magic to be bigger. Interesting. Or, that's just my that's what i got from it right because that's yeah. the conclusion rudy is came came up with and uh, yeah. Rudy's pretty smart <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's interesting we, i guess we just have to oh we you'll probably find out sooner than most people would <laughs> um but it'll be interesting to see where like where it goes and how the story progresses and all that yeah, bro, I'm reading like a light novel a day at this point. <laughs> like, I'm not, I'm not even gonna lie. I'm probably gonna finish a volume eight by tonight. Damn, for real? Hundred <laughs> <I'll finish it. laughs> percent. All right, all right. And there's twenty four, right? So you still got a good amount of source material to go through. Yeah, I got about like three <laughs> weeks. No, like two, two more weeks. Two more weeks. Of light novel. <laughs> All right, well, keep it to yourself, right? <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to Like, uh, I'm trying my hardest not to tweet anything about it, even. Like, I'm really, really trying to keep it under wraps. But my mind is getting blown by, like, every volume. All right, if you're going to post anything, just give a heads up. <laughs> Good looking for accidentally stumble upon it or something. Speaking of getting my mind blown, um, Attack on Titan, Aaron lost his head. <laughs> yeah, it, it, the animation is really good on that. Um, it really that did. Yeah, <laughs> I still hate Gabby, but you know she don't miss. <laughs> <laughs> Gabby gang, Gabby gang, Gabby gang, Gabby gang. Oh wow, man, bro. it was very interesting seeing people's reactions to uh, today's episode and last week's episode. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of crazy, bro. A lot of people don't know what the fuck is going on. Yeah. <laughs> um, Aaron is just a psychopath. Mm-hmm. Just genuinely a psychopath. He's going out. He's going all out. Savage. I have a question for you, Alex. What's up? So, you know, as our listeners know, um. We've read the manga, right? And we've discussed the ending and everything that's happened in this final arc previously on 
on all their episodes. Mm-hmm. But I have a question for you, Alex. You know, and if for some reason you're an anime only on Attack on Titan and you're listening to this, just like click off, like, <laughs> <laughs> like stop listening right now. <laughs> um, was Aaron right, bro? Like, do you think Aaron was correct? Like, did Aaron was Aaron, did Aaron do nothing wrong? I think he did something wrong, but he was right. Um, his whole plan, because no matter what they would have done, um, the what are they called? The Mar- Marlians? Yeah, the Marlians. The Marlians wouldn't change their perspectives on 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 them. I feel like no matter what they say, no matter what they do, there's always gonna be people who are like hardcore set on their previous beliefs, mm-hmm. and just killing off most people <laughs> is the best way to ju- I don't know I mean I, I think he was right the way he went about it like the whole thing he did I don't think is right because like so many people died but I feel like it's probably the best solution to to the whole thing to like stop the t- that type of um like discrimination I guess yeah um but I don't know, because, I mean, there's still going to be some people, right? Because how many, what's the percentage of people he killed? Like, 80% of the po- world's population? I'm, I'm pretty sure he killed, like, it was, 95% of the population? I'm not, I'm not, it was some crazy number. Yeah, it's a crazy high number, right? So, I mean, if, even if it's still, I'm pretty sure there's still going to be some people who are, like, hating on them. But... I think since they have to like rebuild the world kind of together, it'll kind of change their perspective. <laughs> what he did was totally wrong, but I kind of see where he was going at. You're right, eighty percent. Uh huh. So I could see why he's like <laughs> a both a protagonist and antagonist. Um. But yeah, I mean, I don't know. I can't honestly. I I couldn't have seen it go differently after like seeing what had happened or what he did. Because no matter yeah, like I was saying, like no matter what they do, what they did, what they say, what they what they say, there's always gonna be like that discrimination. It's very hard to change someone's like perspective on things, especially if they grew up that way. You know. Yeah. That's my take on it. What about you? I don't know. I feel like... Because I've... Uh, since since uh, the final season started again, I've, I've gone back to reread um, the manga. You know, I've reread uh, certain chapters. Like, uh, all the chapters that were adapted in today's episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, Aaron taking Zeke through his memories and stuff. Yeah. Like, I, I've reread those a few times. And it's just it's just really crazy because I feel like Aaron was right. Mm-hmm. Like I genuinely feel like Aaron, like for his goal, like for what he wanted to accomplish, he was correct. Mm-hmm. Um, whether that was the correct thing to do, no, right? Because he, like he again, like he killed eighty percent of the entire world population. Like it wasn't just eighty percent of humans. Like yeah. Aaron eighty percent of all life. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. On the planet. Because, like, like, even if you just take into consideration, like, all of life on land, like, all those fucking colossal titans swimming through the fucking ocean, like, boiling that shit up, it killed a lot of fucking wildlife. <laughs> well. Yeah. <laughs> you fucking realize, like, all that fucking steam was for nothing, wasn't for nothing, like, yeah. Aaron killed almost everybody on the planet. Mm-hmm. Right, and he did that because he he decided that just the few people that were on the island of paradise were more important than the rest of the world. Yeah, and I mean he was right because ultimately, if Aaron didn't invade during the declaration of war, right, mm-hmm. like Paradise Island was gonna get destroyed. Like the entire world population was gonna go after that small tiny island. Yeah. So, and then <laughs> when you when you look at like the second ending of Attack on Titan, right? Because the original ending ends off with you know Aaron in bird form wrapping <laughs> the scarf around the casa one last time. Yeah. In the in the second ending, you get to see that eventually paradise uh, paradise was attacked and ravaged by war and destroyed by war. Hmm. I mean, Aaron was right. I mean, ulti- ultimately, if Aaron really wanted to, he would have killed everyone else on the planet. Yeah. Like, I wholeheartedly believe he let himself lose because he gave his friends the freedom of choice of what they wanted to do. Right, mm-hmm. because Aaron's all about freedom, right? Yeah. So he gave his friends the freedom to choose, you know, to choose whether to go along with his plan and just wipe out the rest of humanity, or you know, stop him. Yeah. And he gave them that choice. He gave them the choice, and they decided to stop him. And eventually, it backfired because eventually, paradise is destroyed, like mm-hmm. Aaron predicted. Yeah. It's, uh, it's just it's just tough because if dude I, I it, think it just goes down to choices like mm-hmm. this person like like what if um like what if uh Levi chose Captain Irwin instead of Armin right yeah like this probably would have never happened you think it would have gone like completely different well probably would have huh? right and then. What if, um, like, what if, uh, Aaron decided to go with Zeke and just euthanize all the Eldians, right? Mm-hmm. What if, what if Mikasa had chose differently, right? Yeah. Because uh, eventually, like, Aaron explains, like, what broke, uh, Emir's curse was Mikasa. Mm-hmm. Um. And I, I, I guess, like, the easiest way to explain that is just that um, the curse was broken because Emir witnessed Mikasa killing the person she loved the most in the world for the good of the world. Yeah. I, I guess, right? Because that was something Emir was never able to do. Yeah. 
I don't know. I just know people are gonna hate that shit. <laughs> I don't know. Hate that. <laughs> uh-huh. Um. Wait. Well, what do you think? The are the rumors true? Or I mean, they could still be rumors. Um. About them changing the ending in the anime. What do you think about that? I don't know. It depends. I mean, how do you think they would end it? Uh, change it. What changes do you think they would make? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> to be honest. Um, what is what is that? What is the most like? What's that one thing that people like absolutely hated about the ending? The thing they hated the most about the ending? Yeah, because I feel like whatever that is, they'll probably change that. I think there's a few things. Because, like, some of the most controversial things in Attack on Titan mm-hmm. has to be... Has to be, one, um... The whole thing with, um, how Amir got her powers. Yeah. Right, with that ancient, um... Worm thingy, majiggy, hallucinogen, or whatever the fuck it's called, right? Yeah. That, that thing. That's probably the most controversial thing. Um, the Emir loving King Fritz. Hmm. Um, the whole Aaron whining and crying about Mikasa being single for ten years. Um, fourth would probably have to be the Mikasa kissing Eren after beheading him. People really hated on that? People did not like it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, and then probably finally it would have to be Mikasa showing up to Eren's grave with, uh, John and presumably John and their child. Mm Mm-hmm. Damn it, dude. To be honest, I have no idea how they would change that. I don't see how they can change any of those five things. Mm-hmm. Other than um, not including the Mikasa scene. <laughs> yeah. That's interesting. I wonder if it's... What do, you, what do you think the probability is that those rumors are true? Do you think there's a good chance of it? Maybe. They might. They might genuinely do it because there really was a lot of people that did not like the manga's ending. Mm-hmm. But I just don't see how else it could end. Like I like how how do you end it besides doing something like super crazy like Aaron's like they don't stop Aaron and Aaron does kill everybody on the fucking <laughs> The L D is on Paradise live happily ever after. <laughs> <laughs> No, because, I mean, if you really think about it, I mean, Eren, when Eren died, he took the power of the Titans with him, right? Yeah. Eren had already killed 80% of, like, <laughs> the population. Yeah. Why didn't you just let him finish it off <laughs> and then kill Eren so the power of the Titans can go away and then the Eldians just repopulate? Yeah. Like, that sound, probably sounds really fucked up for me, and that might get me, like, on the FBI watch list. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's the only, um, what was it? 
solution to the problem. <laughs> like, I just don't see how they can change it. Like, what are they gonna change? Like, Aaron doesn't die. Like, Mikasa doesn't kill Aaron. The break, uh, the curse of the Titans isn't broken. Like, what, what would they change? Like, that's what I don't understand about people who don't like the ending, saying that it sucks, that it could have been better. Mm -hmm. Like, what would you change? Because it's already too late to go back on the on the whole fucking worm thing. Because we already saw it in the anime. Right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, damn, dude. I, I, I don't know, man. Uh, let me ask you this though. Well, what ending do you think they're gonna choose? The first one or the second one? I think the first one. What do you think? I think they're gonna go for the second one. You think so? I think. Was the second one like an attempt to like fix things, or? <laughs> I I think so. I think the second one was just like an attempt to salvage I, whatever. I don't really know, bro. I genuinely don't know. I I personally I liked the original ending. I thought mm -hmm. that was really a really nice way to end it. You know, yeah. the tree and Asa and Aaron, uh -huh. right? But I also really like the second ending because it proves that Aaron was right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. Which one is the ending that got the most hate? The second one, definitely the second one. Oh, the second one? one? Oh, okay. So that's why I kind of feel like maybe it was the first one. <laughs> yeah, I, I feel like the second one got, got the most hate because it was like the fixed version you know, like air, air quotes fixed version uh -huh. people didn't like it like people who didn't like the first one didn't like the second one either uh -huh. uh, I, I, I don't know it'll be interesting to see which way they go you, you don't think they'll like include both what I mean uh, the second ending has both it just doesn't end with the Mikasa bird theme, I think. Mm. I don't know. I, I, I'm not gonna lie. I only read that second ending uh, like twice. I only read it once. <laughs> um, I don't know how many episodes we got left. Um, there's only twelve episodes this season. I think we just that was this was just episode five. So we got like seven left. Okay, we'll find out in seven weeks. <laughs> Yeah, so like next week is gonna be the rumblings, right? Yeah. We're gonna start off with the rumblings, and the episode after that, the episode after that, we're gonna get the flashback. Mm-hmm. We're gonna get another flashback episode of um. That scene with Aaron. Oh, that that scene with uh the Survey Corps uh going to Marley. Mm-hmm. And just like meeting the people and seeing the outside world. Yeah. I'm gonna get that in two episodes. Oh, that's another choice. Another choice. I uh, remember how I told you that Attack on Titan is pretty much just like a sum of all the different choices. Like things could have gone completely different. Uh huh. If Mikasa would have told Eren that she loved him, when Eren asked, instead of saying, "Oh, we're family," then the rumbling would have never happened. If, like, Mikasa would have just been honest with her feelings at that moment, mm -hmm. then 
they would have just ran off together and then lived the rest of Aaron's um like uh turn yeah as a titan. Mm-hmm. But you know, Mikasa basically <laughs> <laughs> she could have ended it right there. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Mikasa just gotta live with with that on her conscience that she caused eighty percent of the world population to brutally massacred <laughs> but do you think that if she actually thought about it did she think about it I yeah because mean... Aaron's <laughs> oh bro yeah remember. um mm-hmm. in the final chapter or the second to final chapter when we get that flashback of Aaron and Mikasa in past yeah you know how we finally get that scene of like Mikasa telling Aaron like goodnight which is which is what which is uh, pretty much the vision we see in episode one and chapter one. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. So when it's Aaron and Mikasa like on the farmyard, just living together, them two, like Aaron tells her, like you know, if you would have said, if you would have said that you loved me, this is what would this is what would have happened. Yeah. So <laughs> put the blame on her. Yeah. <laughs> 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 That's kind of something like crazy to live with. Because <laughs> <laughs> of you, 80% of the world died. <laughs> That's yeah, tough. Well, everyone listening to this, the rumbling is Mikasa's fault. <laughs> That's what we could be. <laughs> this episode with that little nugget. <laughs> oh man. That's tough. Poor Mikasa. Dude, oh. I'm never going to forget. One one thing I loved about last week's episode is seeing people's like reactions to Gabby shooting Aaron's head off. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because it's just wild. People were just going, "What the fuck? Like what?" <laughs> like, fuck that. It's crazy. Yeah. Like I don't care what anybody says. I love like reaction channels on YouTube. Yeah. Same. I, I always go and search up like you know reactions to like the new Marvel trailers or mm-hmm. you know like really big important scenes in anime yeah so I was watching all the reactions to Gabby shooting Aaron's head off <laughs> and I feel really jealous that you didn't get to witness it first hand like that uh, no because, no because in the manga that's how the chapter and that's how that chapter ends so we had to go a whole fucking month not knowing if Aaron was dead or not. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and I'm, I will not forget the first time I read that chapter. Like, when I get to that panel and I just see fucking Aaron's head flying off. <laughs> bro. They should have ended the episode right there. Like, just him getting shot. Because I think it shows when, like, his head, like, touched uh, Zeke, right? At the end of the episode? Did it show that? Uh, yeah, um, halfway through the episode. Uh, right before it goes to commercial break. I think. No, no, no. Um, uh, Gabby shoots Aaron's head off. Mm-hmm. And it's just flying through the air. And then we get the ad break. Then we get that flashback to Zeke and Aaron talking. Mm-hmm. At the end of that flashback, it's Zeke catching Aaron's head. Gotcha. <laughs> I don't know, dude. It's just insane. Manipulated uh, Grisha, yeah, his own father into doing everything. 
That's crazy. I never saw that coming. I mean, who could have, right? Did you? Dude, I don't, what's, cr what's crazier is that in the manga, like, like you know how, how we see these Z these uh, scenes through uh, Zeke and, and Aaron's perspective? Yeah. You know how, like, Grisha is talking to future Aaron throughout uh -huh. all these, like, memories? Yeah. In the manga, you can see, you notice, it's noticeable that Grisha isn't talking to kid Aaron. Like, in the, in the in that first chapter. Really? Like, Grisha is never looking at kid Aaron when he's talking to him about, about the key and how he's going to come back and show him what's in the basement. Uh-huh. Grisha's not looking at, at kid Aaron in the first chapter, and that's fucking insane. <laughs> it was really thought out. <laughs> Man, he'll tee them. That... Yeah, and... <laughs> And there's just like some subtle, subtle little things about Attack on Titan that a lot of people don't realize because it's not specifically told to you in the anime. Mm -hmm. Like, can, like Alex, can you imagine um, going years knowing that you're gonna kill the entirety of the, of the world population? Because Aaron had to live with that for like three years. Damn. Because, no, um, I can't. <laughs> Because the attack titan can look into the memories of like, of like future users, right? Mm -hmm. So Aaron saw Grisha's memories, and in Grisha's memories, Grisha saw Aaron wiping out eighty percent of the world. <laughs> Damn. I don't know, dude. I don't know how I'd be able to. How. I don't know. Aaron, Aaron is stronger than me, bro. No, Aaron he's definitely built different. Stronger than most people, bro. Because <laughs> that's that's huge. That's not a small thing, you know. <laughs> Hell yeah. No, dude. No, no, no. <laughs> I'm loving the season, though. Even though I read the manga. Um. Yeah, I'm loving it too. I'm, I'm still the, really liking it. I'm liking what they're doing. Mm-hmm. And I remember, like, I kind of, I don't know if you remember, but I remember complaining about the animation. Well, not really complaining, just saying that, like, they, they really changed it. But I honestly think it's better, <laughs> in my opinion. You think it's better? Yeah, because, like, I'm, I was re-watching um, some episodes with my nephew because he wanted to watch it too. And, like, their eyes are too, like, really, really huge. I don't know if that's how it was in the manga. Because I only read past, um, what was it, like, the second... The first half of the fourth season, right? Yeah. So I only read from there on. So I don't know how it was like when they were younger, if they had bigger eyes or not. But it kind of throws me off. <laughs> it's about the same. Oh, for real? Yeah. Oh, okay. Man, I don't know these animations. <laughs> what a time to be alive, bro. Yeah. And then Demon Slayer too. Yeah, that one. Um, damn, dude. Every episode, I feel like Dem for Demon Slayer is ending in a cliffhanger. It's getting me mad. <laughs> <laughs> Did you watch today's episode? No, I haven't. I'm I'm gonna watch uh, the Attack on Titan and Demon Slayer episode right after. 
Okay, so are you are you only the new episode behind, or are you a couple episodes behind? Yeah, just the episode behind. Oh, okay. <laughs> Last week's episode was insanely crispy. Yeah. Rad. Yeah. Yeah. It was beautiful. These horrible really outdo themselves, man. They do, dude. It's just fuck. I swear, like the episodes. I hate when the episodes feel like they're very short, just because they're very entertaining. So you're like not keeping track of time. Mm-hmm. I feel like these Demon Slayer episodes are short, but they're not. It's just regular length episodes. I'm just like really enjoying it. Yeah, dude, totally. And, oh um, my god. Are you watching anything else right now? Um, from for this season or like overall. Uh, just right now, at the moment. Uh, at the moment, I'm watching, um, my dress up darling that I've been seeing everybody hey. post. That dude, that uh, real quick, that one uh beat um Attack on Titan and Demon Slayer and anime trendings for the week, which is yeah. to me was super surprising. <laughs> um, it's be- good, bro. It's yeah. Really good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. For multiple reasons. <laughs> <laughs> I totally agree. Um, so I'm watching that one, and then I'm watching the second half of um, '86. Ooh. Yeah, I I'm glad that there was a second half because I thought that season ended with 12 episodes and I was like, bummed out. But then you told me, you told us, you told me and Brian that there's a second half, and yeah, I'm watching it. It's really good. Yeah, I'm loving it though. Dude, I, I'm really, really enjoying a uh, dress up, darling. Yeah. I fucking after after episode one, I caught up to the manga. Oh, for real? Yeah, dude, oh, it's shit. that good. Uh huh. How many chapters um, is there? Do you know? Do you happen to remember? Uh, around sixty something. Sixty something. Oh, okay. <laughs> like, yeah, like sixty, seventy something. Well, um, what is it about it? Yeah, the what is it about it yeah because like i i actually didn't even think about reading the manga um but like what got you to read the manga um this has to do with me but Mm -hmm. i find um passionate people attractive right yeah so i i really really find like passion attractive so whenever I meet someone who's very, very passionate about something, mm-hmm. I'm like drawn to them. Mm-hmm. So like, and like the, the same thing is like in like in, in real life, like like uh, like girls who are passionate, I'm really attracted to them. Or like guys who are like really passionate about something, mm-hmm. like I like being friends with them. Yeah. Like that, it's like I feel like it's infection. Mm-hmm. Infection a little right. Yeah. And it's like really cool to see someone be like so open about something they enjoy yeah so the fact that like uh gojo is into hina dolls right and he's Mm -hmm. super passionate about it and he's really about it so he has like that complex because he's scared of what people will think of him especially because of his past yeah especially because of his past and then he meets someone like marin who's like super passionate but about cosplay yeah. But she's the type of person who, like, doesn't judge people for mm-hmm. what they're into, right? And I don't know. And I've always been interested in cosplay, right? Yeah. 
I, I feel like it's really, really cool. And then um, the way Marin explains it is that she wants to like, she feels like that's the ultimate form of respect for a character, of respect and love for a character to like try to be them. Yeah. Uh, via cosplay, mm-hmm. I thought that was really cool. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Because um. Like I said, like, I've been interested in cosplay for, like, a, a, a while now, right? And then, like, mm-hmm. whenever, like, I talk to someone who does cosplay, like, that'll... That's, like, an explanation people tell me. Like, they just love a character so much that they want to do do that character, like... Like, justice. Yeah. Things like that. Mm-hmm. And it's cool, because, like, usually when you see cosplay in anime, it's really about, like, oh, you know, I just like this character. Oh, I just I just think it'll look cool, or I think I'll look pretty, right? Yeah. Um, and I, I'm not gonna lie, I've always wanted to cosplay girlfriends. Oh, like, same, same <laughs> Gojo have his cosplay girlfriend in Marina. Uh-huh. Like, oh, that's pretty cool. That's pretty, yeah, that's dope. <laughs> I don't know, dude. It's just, it's really badass. And then it's just interesting because, like, it goes into, like, deep explanation. Like, like you really get to know, like, a lot about the cosplay world. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm surprised we haven't seen more of, like, the Hina doll world. I... I don't know. I thought it would be like 50-50. Yeah. Uh, no, it's pretty much just all cosplay and things that along that nature. Yeah, I kind of figured that because of the, the... Well, I mean, it could go both ways because you dress up Hina dolls, right? Like, uh, what yeah, he does? Yeah, I guess you do. Um, it's a good anime. If any of you haven't seen it... <laughs> Definitely. I, check, I, ch- I checked it out. Um, I think it was like after you had told us about it. Did you tell us about it? I kind of remember you told us something about it. And I've been seeing it everywhere. Dude, I've everywhere. Seen, uh-huh. seen everywhere. You're right. Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, Facebook even. <laughs> ah, dude, it's, it's been a long time since I've seen a character take over like this. Mm-hmm. Literally, since Zero Two from Darling in the Franks, like, I haven't seen a character like take over the community. The way Marina. <laughs> it's um, it's wholesome. For good reason. She's good. She's yeah. a really wholesome character. She's yeah. like lewd, but like she's not. <laughs> she's not lewd in like a dirty way. She's lewd in like an innocent <laughs> way. I don't, I don't know how to explain it. Yeah, I I totally get you though, <laughs> and I totally agree. It's <laughs> it's interesting. Oh man, it's really interesting. Anyone who hasn't checked it out, check it out. My Dress Up Darling. <laughs> nice. Nice little anime. Yeah. What are you checking out? Um, is there any anime besides um, Attack on Titan? Well, besides, you know, these three. Demon Slayer, Attack on Titan, My Dress Up Darling. That's caught your attention? No, I've been caught. No, not really. I've just been stuck on uh, the Mushoku light novels. Oh, gotcha, um, gotcha. Um, is there an anime? No, I don't think there is. I genuinely feel like... Those I are the three, huh? Doing those three. It's the um, same with me. I know I've been wanting to check out other ones, but... You know, I'm keeping up with One Piece and things like that. Oh! Right, <laughs> Go for it. <laughs> I, got, I, I, got, I got a topic. I got a topic I want to talk about, right? Mm-hmm. Right. So, 
I feel like there's a lot of toxicity in um in the anime community, right? Yeah. The anime community is like notoriously very toxic. Like there's a lot of like bad people in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, sadly, not everyone is toxic, but you know, um, especially on Twitter, uh, that community can be very, very toxic. Um, from doxing people to swatting people to harassing people, sending death threats, um, uh, threatening families, just Damn. harassment. Mm-hmm. Horrible, 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 right? Like over fucking drawings and like it's it's bad. Like it's you should never <laughs> feel that strongly about um, animated drawings. Yeah. But you know that's where we're at. Um, a good example of this is um, one of my favorite content creators, right? Uh, his name is a uh, Sea Dog V Eight or or Connor. He, he tweeted something along the lines of is Jeff I, he, I think he said like is is Jeff Bezos um, funding this season of Attack on Titan I mean uh, fun, funding this season of Demon Slayer what what is with this amazing animation right mm-hmm. so like a simple joke right yeah you know he's just going on about how amazing Demon Slayer's animation is, right? Cause, which we all know. Like, anyone who watches Demon Slayer knows that. It's a fucking fact. Yeah. So he got attacked and, like, harassed by people for saying that. Because apparently, um, he... Pretty much what it was was people were hitting on him because he's a big content creator with, like, a lot of, like, fans. Mm-hmm. He was getting hated on because they were saying that he knows nothing about animation because a big budget doesn't equal good animation, right? Mm-hmm. That, that was their argument for it. So a lot of people were, like, jumping on him, bagging on him, talking shit about him. Like, oh, you know, how's he an anime YouTuber if he doesn't even know something just important? It was a fucking joke, right? Yeah. And so he, he was getting attacked, attacked, attacked. And then there was um one animator, apparently, like, I don't know if he was an amateur animator or a professional animator. I don't fucking know, right? All I know is that he was an animator. Mm-hmm. He, like... He quote tweeted that uh, Connor's tweet and said something like, "Oh, another, another big content creator uh, making the same overused joke, right?" For like the some time. Then people attacked that animator, right? And apparently he got doxxed and swatted. So, like <laughs> SWAT team on on his house. Uh-huh. And. <laughs> Again, like, why are things so serious about animated drawings? Like, like I get it. I get it. Like, especially me, like, you know, because you could say that same argument to us. Like, oh, you know, why are you making a podcast about fucking drawings, right? Like, it's not that serious. <laughs> I feel like people... People hold way too strong negative feelings in this community. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, there's not that much pos- positivity 
where they should be because I mean I like anime because of the stories, right? Like the storytelling. I fucking love the yeah. storytelling in anime. Like I can't get that in like comic books or things like that, right? It's just different. It's mm-hmm. just different forms of storytelling. Yeah. Um some people like anime literally just to be toxic. Like just toxic. <laughs> <laughs> just like like shut uh-huh. up, ratio, all that good shit. Uh uh-huh. Right. I am adamantly against it, right? I do not like it. I feel like we should really cut back on that. Yeah. But at the same time, I'm gonna be a hypocrite. <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. So I just wanted to say all this shit because I feel like a lot of the times um I come off as really toxic or I say like I say like really biased things on the podcast, which you know to anybody I offend, um, fuck you, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> right, like these are my opinions, right? Uh-huh. And I'm just voicing them. Uh, again, their opinions. It doesn't mean I'm fucking correct, right? I'm pretty sure I'm wrong on a lot of things. And I just, I, I'm just never gonna be. I'm just never going to direct that negativity and toxicity to a real person, right? Yeah. Like, prime example, the the whole reason I'm bringing all this up is, like, rent a girlfriend, right? Like, I'm constantly bagging <laughs> on it, talking shit about Kazuya, talking shit about Chizuru, all this shit, right? Yeah. But you're not going to catch me going around saying that the author should kill themselves, right? Mm-hmm. Like I'm, like, I'm not going to say shit like that. Yeah. And I feel like that's something a lot of people in this community mix the fuck up. Like, it's okay. Like, you can talk shit all you want about fucking Naruto, right? And how it's garbage and dog water. Whatever. Don't fucking attack people for having a different opinion for, than you. That's where, you know, I draw the line. Yeah. That being said, going back to rent a girlfriend, <laughs> I'm a little toxic right now, right? Uh-huh. I'm gonna be a little toxic, and I am not gonna attack the author of rent a girlfriend, right? This is directed towards the fucking publishing company <laughs> that gave him a job. <laughs> so Alex, you saw that he's gonna be. <laughs> He's gonna have another serialized series, right? Uh huh. Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> so it's gonna be a series about. <laughs> you know where I'm going, right? That's why yeah. you're laughing. Yeah, I know exactly where you're Everyone listening, coming soon, a new series from the author of Rent a Girlfriend. This time, one guy. Seven stepsisters. Who is he gonna choose? No, seven sisters. (laughs) Seven sisters. This is a sibling love story between blood related siblings. I don't know I don't know if it's seven sisters. I honestly don't fucking remember. I can't I can't be bothered to remember. Mm -hmm. This man needs to be stopped. (laughs) (laughs) Like I don't know. What the fuck the publishing company was thinking? They fucking read 
rent a girlfriend and <laughs> like, you know where the story is going and they said you know what this guy needs another manga with a shittier <laughs> that's what he needs <laughs> how, did, how did that shit get greenlit I want well, I swear to god like, like um audio only you guys probably or not probably you guys don't know this because you know again you're audio only but I, I've been drinking for a bit you know I've been drinking out my sorrows for this 49er loss but I swear to god this isn't the alcohol talking I just want to fucking know <laughs> why the fuck this guy's got another series like Alex explain it to me in what fucking world dude why? I I wouldn't even know why the dude I don't know I mean Rental Girlfriend is kind of going down the train um, I started reading it and I caught up. Um, it's a dumpster fire. I don't know why they would give him another series, especially one like that. Where it's like... <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I seriously don't understand. Even me, an hour, like I'm barely getting into manga and stuff. Even I understand. I don't understand where this is going. Or why... It's going the way it's going. Honestly, I don't, I, I, I don't even think I'm being toxic. I'm just being genuinely, like, I feel like this is a like, common opinion. Like, mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> My thing is, like, why did they have to be sisters? It could have just been, like, friends or something. Oh, bro, and it's, spec it's specified that they're not, like, step-siblings. Like, they're blood-related siblings. It could just be a culture thing, but I mean, as far as I know, is that, like, more normalized in, in Japan? I'm trying to understand. Yeah. Is, 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 oh, sorry, I'm trying to get at. The whole sis-con, bro-con, like the sister complex, brother complex, I don't, I don't fucking know. Um, the, the thing about Japan is that um, I, I think I've talked about it on, on the pod before about how like they use like anime as a tool to like kind of clean up their society so they have like all this nasty bad shit on like the shit they watch but it so it won't go on in like real life mm -hmm. um, a thing about Japan's culture is like Japan isn't shy to talk about sex like like here, like, you know, like, we live in the U.S., right? So I'll use the U.S. as an example. Here in the U.S., they, like, fucking love to, like, pretend that, like, sex is, like, this taboo topic that, like, kids should know nothing about. Mm -hmm. Right? Like, that's something that you shouldn't know about till like, you're 18. Right? Like, mm -hmm. while at the same time, they're, like, you have shows like Riverdale who, like, fucking really glamorize sex and things like that, right? But, you know. Yeah. Uh, Japan doesn't give a shit, right? So like, Japan is like fully, fully acknowledges that like teenagers have sex and shit like that, right? Mm -hmm. It's like it goes on, like, like uh, believe it or not, that's real life, right? Yeah. Uh, so Japan isn't afraid to like, like, put that on the forefront because of that, like, not being afraid, they're willing to like throw. Sh kinks pretty much because that, that's what it is like it's a kink like the whole bro con sis con is a kink they're into like 
um, like I'm completely desensitized to it. Cause like when I come across shit like that in an anime, like I don't even bat an eye. <laughs> I just like, oh yeah. That's crazy. Cause I'm I'm pr- pretty new to it. So even now, when I see something like that, I'm just like, damn, what's going on? So I'm still not yeah. desensitized to it. So I I question it a lot. Um. But yeah, I guess. <laughs> I feel like, like I had, this is a toxic opinion of mine, right? Mm-hmm. I feel like you can tell when someone started watching anime after, after like twenty eighteen. Like you can tell. How? Like, like, I feel like after a certain amount of time of. series that you have watched mm-hmm. you eventually become desensitized and it becomes like normal yeah so like when you when I come across an anime fan who's like desensitized to it like I, I feel like oh yeah they've, they've been an anime fan for years right oh, compared gotcha. to someone who's like actively complaining about it like on twitter mm-hmm. like oh yeah they're a newer anime fan yeah um again I, I don't always agree with agree with shit like that like I'm, I'm just desensitized to it like it just doesn't matter <laughs> like, it's to the point where that doesn't take away from the series for me mm-hmm. right yeah so when, when you look at series like uh, FAO right mm-hmm. like that didn't take away for me like I didn't give a fuck that 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 was Kirito's cousin and she had a crush on him like it literally like made zero difference to me whatsoever damn really yeah i'm like i'm saying like i'm so desensitized to that shit it just like it made sense like mm-hmm. it literally made sense to me I was like oh yeah that, that, <laughs> seems, that seems that seems very anime like uh-huh okay i remember being oh. super confused because um i first thought that they weren't related at all and that made sense to me um, but then I'm not sure if it was a little bit short while after that it was revealed that they're just cousins or whatever. Uh, I think it was in the same episode. I had to rewatch it because I was like, "What are they cousins? Are they not related?" Uh, so I, I guess like I mean, you could kind of tell that I'm kind of new to it. So I'm starting to get used to it now. It's just part of it. I've realized that. But um. I know for me the first I think that was the first anime that I saw that had that type of like uh, relationship type of thing where like a blood relative is in love with you know their cousin sister or whatever yeah. and I was like what I, I don't know if I mentioned it to you guys but I was I remember I was really like blown away by it I was just like what's going on it was like is this normal yeah that's um that's just one of those those culture. Well, you said it best. Culture shocking. Um, yeah, cause I remember I remember when you were telling us, and I I found it funny. Cause like, yeah, <laughs> <anime>. <laughs> <laughs> welcome to the wonderful wacky world of anime. Um, yeah, it's just like etchy, like etchy, like you know how anime can be really perverted. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, a good example is like Mushoku Tensei. Like, you know how Eric, uh, Rudy's a complete piece of garbage? <laughs> like, how he's, like, 
sexually harasses almost every woman he comes across. Yeah. Like, I am so desensitized to it that I didn't even, like, really realize just how bad Rudy was. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, like I saw, I saw everything, and yeah, I, and I understood everything was so was terrible what he was doing. Mm-hmm. But like it didn't really click exactly just how bad it was because I'm like I'm just so used to seeing shit like that in anime. <laughs> it's a part of watching anime. <laughs> I mean, has there ever been? Um, I don't think I've ever seen anything that really like. I get that it crosses the line. But I don't think there has there ever been like a something that really really bothered you, because I know like you know usually the siblings like fall in love with well one falls in love with the other right but it's usually not mutual is it? I don't think I've come across one where it's mutual. Cross the line. Um. Well, you're talking to the guy who. Love domestic girlfriend. (laughs) But, I mean, they weren't really related, and they they were only become a family afterwards, I guess. Oh, but then again, he he started, he still continued it, right? No chromo. Um, I don't think so. Um, Not not when it comes to that. Like I told you, like, I'm so desensitized, like... Like I've like I've said on the podcast, like one of my first anime ever was like Kiss It, so <laughs> very fucking off rip. I like, <laughs> I still I still have to see that one. I remember you guys telling me to like check it out or not to, Watch but that just that just piqued my curiosity. You will understand why I'm desensitized to like fucking the whole brother sister relationship. What is it called? Like, uh, Kiss Exit. Okay, <laughs> check um, it out. No, uh, there's times where like I felt like anime has crossed the line in like other ways. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know. It's just like like the most insane thing I've ever seen in anime is was like like people being abused, like sexually abused. Mm-hmm. Okay. Right? Uh-huh. But even then, like, most of... Well, actually, I, it's never been, like, n- unnecessary. Like, needless. Like, it, it, it's always had, like, some, like, plot relevance re- or something like that. Oh, okay. Uh-huh. I don't know. It's just hard. Because, um... With things like anime, um... What, what exactly is crossing the line like what's crossing the line in like a regular tv show damn i guess it's different for everyone you know because like people some people are get super angry enough to go on social media and um bash on an anime or any or any tv show right um and others don't i guess it's depends on the individual really so i guess that's just not the right question to ask. <laughs> it's just, I don't know. People are gonna cry about ev- about anything. Like, people mm-hmm. are getting upset because Nezuko had boobs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, oh, how dare you sexualize this child? I don't know, bro. 
I mean, if you don't want to see that, then just don't watch it, you know? Close your eyes. <laughs> like, it's just entitlement. Like, mm-hmm. like it's, just those, it's just really stupid and, like, it's, make, it's nonsense. Like, oh, how dare you have boobs in my anime? I don't want boobs in my <laughs> So then don't watch it. Oh, what do you mean, don't watch it? I can watch whatever I want. <laughs> you need to make the show how I want to watch it. That's what it is. Yeah. That's <laughs> dumb. Whatever. 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 <laughs> People are just always going to hate. It's just best to ignore it. They are. You know, and another reason why I wanted to, like, get this whole, um, my stance on toxicity mm-hmm. out of the way is because, um, next episode, I plan on getting extremely toxic. <laughs> uh, but yet again, it's gonna be at a company. Uh-huh. It's not gonna be directed at a singular person, unless they're, you know, Lolly Hunter sixty nine. Yeah, he looks for it. <laughs> oh man. Kid, I kid, I kid. But yeah, I mean. Um, I I feel like we can wrap it up here. Yeah. Um, this week's episode, um, was pretty much a more relaxed one. Uh, we didn't really have a set topic com- coming into this. Mm-hmm. Felt like talking a bit. Um, you know, we didn't have Brian, so we weren't able to re- do the episode we wanted. You know, mm-hmm. we still wanted to get an episode out, so yeah, we decided to come up with this nice little chill, more relaxed talking off the dome mm-hmm. you know I'm letting the colonists talk a bit <laughs> you just I gotta try yeah, that I mean um, if you're gonna take anything away from this from this week's episode uh, go watch My Dress of Darkness <laughs> it's the one thing you should take away from this episode one thing you can forget everything else literally <laughs> you know in year out the other doesn't matter just go watch my dress up garden <laughs> every saturdays i think <laughs> yeah every, every saturday <laughs> <laughs> oh, are you doing a promo read <laughs> yes sir <laughs> uh, yeah um i feel like every now and then we should have more um relaxed episodes like this yeah i feel i feel like um you know it'd be nice to have a change of pace every now and then Mm-hmm. it's nice um but yeah i mean um as always everyone thank you for tuning in um this has been a taco outcast uh leave a like subscribe if you're on youtube if you're on streaming Keep watching. Tell your friends. Um, 
don't take anything we say too serious. You know, take mm-hmm. everything with a grain of salt. Um, it's just the opinion of two dudes. <laughs> just the opinion of two guys. Yeah. Um, yeah. Anyways, see you guys next time. Peace.